Welcome to the family with our special guest, Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Tevin Payman. And Andy Brant Bernard. I thought one of the women would say Ms. Money Spend. I thought they were gonna do it, but they didn't. Okay, let's not okay. be <laughs> sexist. <laughs> Kevin liked that a lot. You spend way more hey, money than mom does. Look on Catherine. Yeah, well, there is that. Yeah, yeah. let's you're, not keep talking. You're Mr. <laughs> money Spend. Yeah, that's who you are. Um, Josh Arnold in studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Josh and I just had uh, lunch a couple of weeks ago over at Jimmy's, Mike uh, Mike's place. Just, I love that place. I'm so, Me too. It's so amazing that you go there all the time. We go there all the time. We love it. But uh, Mike's a great guy, anyway. Mike is tremendous. Yes. We had a nice, nice, although we, I ate a lot at that lunch. That was a big lunch. That was a big lunch. You just had a little teeny salad with a couple croutons. For <laughs> yes, that's sakes. right. That's big. Josh, that's exactly right. That's exactly buying. what I had. There's no question about it. So all the word salad and Tom <laughs> doesn't go in a sentence. We're going to talk a lot about uh, being smart with your money, which, well, is there a percentage, Josh, you think of people, um, do they do they know? Do they have uh, the people like you have a percentage of people who just they just don't handle their money properly? Is that most people? Is it a pretty high percentage of people? Oh, I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. right ahead. Well, <laughs> Tom will be mad at me. <laughs> Is that what you're you saying? said this is a family hour. It is a family hour. I am a family hour. man, so yes. speak up. <laughs> speak up. <laughs> yeah, There's there just so Thanks, much financial planning that people have really should be doing. I mean, like early on, like kids with Roth IRAs and transferring half your assets to the spouse and all this stuff, none of which we do. So there's just so much to do. I mean, if you want, really wanted to, to start in on something and, and starting early. Yes. A long time ago, in a faraway place, when my, when my kids were in high school, uh, I was asked to come in and talk to one of their economics classes mm -hmm. at Edina High School. And one of the things at that, that particular time, the IRA, uh, there was no Roth IRA at the time, uh, was limited to putting in $2,000 a, a year. A year, okay. And I had told, told these kids, if you really wanted to do something, and become a millionaire by the time that you retired, okay. all you had to do was, starting at age 17 or 18, put away $2,000 a year sure. for the next five years and have that earn about 10% per year. Which is really high interest these days. Well, it's not just interest. In order to get that, that type of return, you're going to have to invest your money. The average long-term return on stocks, the S&P 500, is about 10%. Mm -hmm. That's a very long period of time. Right. But that includes periods of time where the stock market goes up and periods of time where the stock market goes down. Like now. Well, this, this year, <laughs> this year the, the, the uh, S&P 500 happens to be up about 15% year to, year to date. Last year, uh, 2022, the uh, stock market measured by the S&P 500 was down 19%. Now, that's the whole index sure. that you're investing in. And the index um, is overweighted uh, by the highest market capitalization companies. Market capitalization is the price of the stock times the number of shares. Okay. So the uh, highest valued or market cap stock uh, currently is Apple followed by Microsoft. Then we have uh, Google and Amazon and Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Sure. And then a little company called Tesla, mm -hmm. and then another company called NVIDIA. Now, all of those stocks happen to be Tech. uh, technology or technology related. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, they're the current leaders. At one time, the leaders were, I'll say in the late 90s, uh, the leaders were Microsoft, Cisco, oh, yeah. Intel, <clears throat> and Oracle Systems. Sure. Yeah. Again, technology companies, mm -hmm. 
but the biggest company for a short period of time, just after the turn of the century, was a company that nobody really likes anymore, and that was Exxon. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So you have companies that will change from time to time, but um, most recently the leading companies have been technology related. Sure. So those companies have tended to grow a lot faster than companies like banks. Mm -hmm. And banks right now have had serious, serious problems. So I'm, not a, I'm not a bank investor as some are, but I'll go back to the indices. Over a long period of time has averaged about 10%. Now there are gonna be periods of time where the market goes down and goes down a lot, or individual stocks go down and go down a lot. And after, and as long as they're earning money, uh, have rising sales at some point, uh, those stock prices will come up. Right. Okay. So back to, to my kids when they were in, in high school. They're no longer in high school. Uh, it doesn't look like your kids are in no. high school either. No, I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Up that skincare routine. I'm 16 years old, clearly. Okay, clearly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just you might you might dress like a 16-year-old, but <laughs> once again, I beg your pardon, sir. Um, in any case, bird. In any case, if you took back back then, I put two thousand dollars a year away into an IRA, did it sure. for five years. Mm -hmm. Never put another dime away, earned about 10%. Sure. Money doubles by a factor of 72. Mm -hmm. So every seven years, that money's going to double. Right. And we start with those little doubles, the, the 10,000 becomes 20,000, becomes 40,000, becomes 80,000, becomes 160,000. Becomes three hundred and twenty thousand, becomes six hundred and forty thousand, then becomes one point two million dollars. Yeah. All you started with was ten thousand dollars. Not a lot to do, but you have a few things going for her. you. Particularly somebody starting out in high school, putting away that two thousand dollars a year. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You have time. Yep. Uh, to accumulate money and be able to deal with all the ups and downs. Sure. Most people, most kids at age 18, they don't just don't, don't even think about no. that. Mm -mm. Um, but I happen to be dealing with a group of kids at, um, at Edina High School taking, sure. uh, at that point it was AP Economics, who could think a little bit, and I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. The number of kids who did that have no idea. But I happen to have three children okay. who so you could follow them. Followed, who followed and also their, cattle prod well, to investing in it. Followed, you know, um, their father kind of encouraged them to do sure. that, and they were lucky enough to have a, a father who also set aside some money sure. for them that uh, they have not touched. Nice. So my children are now 42, 41, and 37. Sure. So they have a lot more money yeah. uh, at their age than I did when I was their age. Yes. So the idea is just start early. How early else. can you get an, a Roth IRA? Well, this was a, a regular IRA, so it was tax okay. deductible, but now you can start a, a Roth. Most people are going to start early. You could probably start at um, when you're earning any money. How's that? Okay. And then... Um, or if you're very, very nice, you know, maybe, um, yeah. And are there minimum contributions and maximums? There is no minimum to contribute. The maximum, I think, for people under, under 50 is about $6,500 a year. Okay. So that would even be a better... Deal so because that's now that is better putting money into a Roth because you've already paid tax on that money. So money going into a Roth IRA is after tax money. Okay. The money will accumulate without any tax as long as the money's in there for at least five years. When you pull it out, 
it comes out tax-free. Oh, because you've already uh, really? paid taxes on <laughs> Finally, a tax break. Because <laughs> you already paid tax on that. But I'm, I'm one of those people who happens to encourage people to put money into a pre-tax uh, investment, putting money into an IRA. Mm -hmm. So the money goes in before you've paid taxes, so you get a tax deduction up front for putting the money in. The money accumulates without paying any taxes, and then when you take it, take the money out, then you pay the pay the tax. Ouch. <laughs> well, uh, but I, I do like that. And for those people who work for companies that offer a 401k, again, jump on that because you can again reduce your taxable income by putting the money into a 401k. In many cases, companies will put in a certain percentage of a match. Yeah. Some will, some okay. won't. Right. But that's, no chance, that's some honey. Of the, no chance. <laughs> that's something that I would recommend. Or nice. if, and Tevin, no. <laughs> I thought you were adopted into this well, that's what rich family. This is starting to seem not as what was promised. You know, I think you're in the wrong family. I still have. I still have Josh Arnold. Josh Arnold. I still have some bedrooms available. You know, right over. you know, my my fiance, you know, has moved moved in along with two dogs. That's okay. That's okay. We've got. We still have extra bedrooms. Happy to have you. There's, there are some perks to being in the Arnold family. All right. Well, you know, what's your pitch, Tom? I can't stand up to that, man. That's that's a bit. We got, that's, we got nothing. Yeah, exactly. We got nothing. That's exactly right. Um, Our undying gratitude do, and love. Alex, do we have? Uh, uh, in case people want to text in some some questions for Josh, uh, what would you recommend? Is there a place to go? Andy, Andy knows. Yeah, why are you asking her? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought. Could, I thought. See, I'm, I I'm real. Nothing. I'm real good because I'm up. I'm up front. It's. You know, I've, I've having, having done uh, having done radio since 1981. God, is it that long already? Wow. Yes. Um, so the easiest way would be to download the app or go to our website, and there's a contact form that you can send in things. Um, that would be the easiest way, I think. Otherwise, it's the call-in line. Uh, what's the call-in line? Uh, 952-600-2575. You're, you're going to monitor both those, Andy? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so We've already got one from, guess who? Derek. Yep. <laughs> Great show. Hello, Tevin. Yes. Hello, Derek. Really? Yep. Um, He's got a fan. What can he say? Everybody, huh? not everybody, but a lot of people that follow anybody financial stuff on um, social media, mm -hmm. the new thing that I've been seeing is give your kids a job that you can actually get, you can employ your children and start some sort of investing for them. Now, they're like, oh, it's totally legal that you can employ your children. I thought there were child labor laws. I don't understand what they're talking about. Is this something that you recommend or is this just a social well, media <laughs> BS fest like so many things are? That one I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, you can, I mean, I'm self-employed at one point. Uh, I, I could employ my children to do some work for me. But I mean, my- Would picking just, up so, the dog great, poop in the backyard count No, that does not count. <laughs> no, okay, all right. That damn. does not- That was my walk, idea. Yeah. Walk, walk, walking the dog does not count. Oh, uh, dang it. Cutting the grass does not, not count. Doing the laundry does not count. Okay. Cleaning, cleaning the room does not, uh, does not count. Okay. Cooking the food does not count. Okay, all right, so. On the other hand. What can a six-year-old do? <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, there are some things that, you know, parents can do to put money aside for children going forward. Um, there are such things as educational IRAs to help pay for college in the, in the future. Okay. You know, so that's, that's something that somebody could could plan for. Yeah, and some states but, have matching grant money for savings. But the too. but the biggest thing that I've I've recommended does. to to clients or clients that have children or want to save for both college and, and retirement, put money into their own retirement account. Okay. Build up your your own four oh one K. Build up an, an IRA or a Roth IRA or if you're self employed 
set up a uh, self-employed uh, profit-sharing plan in SEP, put that money aside into those accounts and invest the money. Uh, I happen to uh, invest in individual stocks. You can invest in mutual funds. You can invest in, and part of the mutual fund could be investing in an index fund like the S&P sure. 500. Uh, but invest the money. Mm -hmm. So I happen to be more of a growth-oriented investor than a value-oriented investor. I'm not uh, a believer in investing in bonds where you're lending money to corporations, the U.S. government, or, or municipality. Uh, okay. Bonds you know, are considered safe investments because if you put the money in the, and the face value of bonds is $1,000, you're going to get that $1,000 back in a period of, of time, and in the meantime, the bond's going to pay you uh, interest twice a year. Okay. Um, some people like that. That's not, not for me. I'd sooner invest in a company. Um, the company may or may not pay a dividend, but I'm paying, investing in a company that that I can understand, provides a product or service that I, I can use, mm -hmm. and is able to grow both their sales uh, over a period of time and their earnings. And that should result in a rising stock price, though caveat is not all the time. Right. Because stocks will go up and stocks will go down. Yeah. So people these ages in their 30s, they're in their 30s? Yeah. Already? <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's, he's learned I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at your adopted son. That this, he does not look like he's 21. Black don't crack. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came in? <laughs> <laughs> How lovely. Jeez. I have, I, have not, I have not heard anything. <laughs> I have not heard anything thing like that since... Since I taught taught school in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, yeah, it's been a while. There Ooh. you go. Do you have questions? Your age group, of what you should do, what you yeah, should be I starting? Mean, obviously, like so with stocks, there's a lot of volatility in the market at times, and it's hard for people to put money in, and then they see it start to go down, just they panic, just take it out. Just don't watch. Like how? And in today's world as well, like you have like Bud Light and Target, where they run certain ads and then everybody boycotts their product and people lose a bunch of money or their stocks tumble or you have like the GameStop situation that happened a few years ago mm -hmm. where everybody just kind of drove that one up through the yeah. roof and then yeah. sold like how much do situations like that keep you up at night where you're like something that's totally out of your control could completely crash well, well let, let's know. take take GameStop it's not mm -hmm. a not a stock that I would invest in or did invest in, yeah, even though it was moving, moving, moving up. It's like, here's a company that's providing a product or service that who's using? Right, nobody. Okay, <laughs> you have a business that is just about on the verge of, of bankruptcy that at one time, you know, people went to because they, they had a discount to products to Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Oh, geez, I'm not going to go to Best Buy. I could go to GameStop and buy all the gaming, gaming machines, and they have both new and used games, and they'll take, take trade-ins. But that's a mall-based store, and who's going to the mall? Yeah. Right. Not as many people, obviously, with on online okay. shopping, things like that. So I'm not going to invest in that company. Well, that was sort uh, of a protest stock thing anyway, I mean, there, there, were, there were a whole bunch, bunch of things, and there were some people that got behind it. Oh, there are a lot of... A lot of professional investors were investing in GameStop and betting that it was going to go out of business. Oh God! Yeah. Okay, so we're going nice. to we're going to get on social media and we're going to go get the big guys, which they did. Mm-hmm. They did. Uh, but it's not a stock. You know, you have that kind of movement up that could that could disappear very quickly. Um, but let's take. Well, I'm not going to invest in Target either, but um, investing in Target uh, as a retailer, who do they compete with? What are their sales, sales doing? Um, and are people right now going to continue to shop? 
and how big are their is target's margins. Uh, pretty, pretty small. They did very well during, we'll say, the government-mandated shutdown of the economy. Ooh. Which <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> well, that was uh, a year, year and a half, and I'm... I know. Um, now that yeah, so I'll, get, I'll, get off topic, I'll get off topic on that. Okay. Government-mandated shutdown, yes. Um, <laughs> I love it. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Target benefited from that, as did uh, Walmart, uh, benefited from the government-mandated shutdown. One of... Uh, my favorite stocks that happens to be the second largest uh, position in my, my portfolio, my client's portfolio is Amazon, benefited uh, greatly oh, yeah. from that. But if I look at Target, how do they compare to uh, Walmart, Costco, my favorite Amazon, as a retailer? And I think I'd rather own Amazon or even Costco over Target. Costco is a subscription-based business, retail business, and they're going to keep their customers all, you know, at a greater rate than, than we'll say Target. Yeah. Uh, Target's, Target's deal, okay, we, uh, we're promoting some products that part of their clientele in that could be across the country, said, eh, we really don't want to see that promoted, so we're going to boycott your store. Now, what people may forget is that in Minnesota, another group of people many years ago protested Target and wouldn't shop at Target because Target came out and they said, we want a governor who's pro-business. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> And that was during that there was a um, Supreme was Court that? Supreme Court case, I think, that was known as Citizens United. Oh yeah, absolutely, okay. I remember but that. But most people forget that under Citizens United, not only could corporations make or take stances for political candidates that they liked, but it was also true it benefited unions. So unions could take political stances, mm -hmm. but the onus was on. Oh, the corporations are only going to support candidates who want to cut corporate taxes. That's bad. Corporations are bad people. 
I don't think corporations are bad people, Kevin. Uh, but let's take Bud, Bud Light. Mm -hmm. um, there was a group of people, we don't like what Bud Light is, is promoting because Budweiser hired a, what was it, a uh, social media influencer yep. uh, who happened to be um, transgender. Oh, we don't, we don't want to buy Bud Light because of that. And to me, Bud Light blew it. Bud yeah. Light could have come out and said, you know, we're going to start selling specialty cans and promote all kinds of uh, groups. Mm -hmm. So they blew it in terms of their own, own marketing. But Bud Light sales and Budweiser sales went down significantly and Molson Coors sales went up so people who invested with Molson Coors or Coors beer that stock went up for a little bit. Now Budweiser pays a very nice dividend they are well they're now the second leading brand uh, behind um, Constellation Brands, which sells all the, uh, we'll say, Modelo, among okay. other uh, beers. But Budweiser might be a good stock to own right now because it's been discounted. People are still drinking a, a lot of beer. Budweiser pays a, a pretty big dividend. And we're, kind of, and we're right now in a start of beer drinking season. And maybe Budweiser gets, um, says, oh, you know, we blew that. We're going to change uh, how we market our beer and who we market beer to. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll figure it out. So I have a question so, for you about that very quickly. When are we going to learn that, as you already pointed out, if they had included 12 different types of people mm -hmm. in that release, you're now very inclusive. You're bringing everybody into the market. Or we're, we're including everyone instead of just, well, this, we'll try this one out and see how that works, and then maybe we'll get to the other ones. Why don't we as a society become more inclusive now in, instead of less inclusive? It's like, well, you're special and you're special, but we don't care about those other people. Why do they do things like that? It makes no sense. I have no idea. I don't either. I'm not going to drop the F bird. I have I really have no, <laughs> yeah, no clue. Yeah. I mean, it's not the way that. I grew up. No. I don't think it's the way that you grew up. Nope. Um, I don't think it's the way that Kevin grew up. I don't know about your daughter or your wife. They, uh, I never let them out of the house. They had to stay yeah. home. <laughs> We're here. Well, you're, you're, you know, here. I mean, that's part, oh, of, I'm, that's I'm, part of the research of, do, of doing, our, of investing in a company, is if they're already, like, politically motivated, you know, with all of this ESG scores and all this kind of stuff, <clears throat> And which seems to be the norm, um, you don't have to invest in them. That's the right. beauty of it, is because mm -hmm. you know, when they're very political, things can turn in a hurry. Yeah. You now some people love investing with politically motivated mm -hmm. companies. You know, that's what they want to do, or local companies, or whatever their thing is. They're emotionally tied. But if you're just doing numbers, it's going to probably turn out better than if you're, you know, well, if you're emotionally actually, investing. If Everybody invests emotionally. And I'm not in professionals, even though they say, well, we're just checking the numbers. There is some emotion. Is there? Okay. To that. They're not just doing math? Uh, they're doing a lot of math, but there is some emotion. There's, um, yeah, there's, I mean, to some, ex to some extent, my largest position, which I've held the, the longest period of time through a lot of ups and downs, which happens to be app, Apple. Okay. Um, How are you emotionally attached to Apple? I've owned it for a long, long period of time. My cost, oh, my so cost it's basis, my, it's a baby. <laughs> my, cost, my, we'll say, my cost basis is fifty-seven cents. The stock uh, is one hundred and eighty-nine dollars. Oh, right investment. now. Well, you say you love Apple. <laughs> I love Apple. I mean, I don't love love Apple in the same sense that I love my children. No, or no. But it's when, my, when, when, my, when my when my wife was alive, I love my wife. Or with my fiance, and I love 
love my fiance. Right. I, I mean, it's a different thing. Sure. Now, I, I will say just just a quick aside, uh, because today is uh, would have been if my wife were alive would be her seventieth birthday. No. So. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, thank you very much. But she loved the benefits <laughs> also of, of, of Apple. Yeah. But there you go. The reason to in the reason that I, I became very heavily involved investing in Apple happened to be my kids. Oh, yeah. Because at one time Apple was the choice of all schools. Schools had Apple in. No, it was. My kids got these like the iPad or the no, iPods. No, the iPod. Yeah, it's yeah. the little, the little, the little, oh. the little thing. The MP3 player, the MP3 yeah. player mm -hmm. which Those when they got cool. it was about as big as my phone is now. Yeah. Cost five hundred dollars. Oh, jeez, were God. they that expensive? They were wow. that that expensive. Oh. Back then, I remember, I remember this because when my daughter graduated high school in two thousand four, my two sons went and got her, and I. Pod. Oh. And they paid $500. And for college kids, you know, that was oh, that was a, a lot of a lot of money. And I was looking at this thing, um, and Apple at the time, the stock had moved up, but <clears throat> Apple's stock, uh, or Apple had in their till cash mm -hmm. cash that was equal to the value of the company. Wow. And they sold this, this little product and the stock had moved up. Um, they still sold a bunch of computers, but their, their share of the computer market was about 6% oh. of the total computer market back, back then. And they sold computers primarily for creative types or to, for education. Mm -hmm. But I looked at this little device and I asked my kids, well, why don't you get a device where you can get a subscription to, for music if you're going to download it? And they looked at me like I'm a nut. I said, no, no, no. When I was growing up, you wanted music. You either got a 45, which had an A side and a B side. <laughs> yeah, yep. right. The 45 cost about a buck. Yeah. You could buy an album which had 12 to 14 songs on it. Sure. Which cost two dollars and fifty cents to three bucks, and I would say, well, why am I buying a forty-five that has one song, right. and I can get the whole out, get an album? And my friends would say, oh, you're you're nuts. The we want to we only want to listen to the one song. I said, you don't even know what's on the B side. Oh no, we don't even care what's on the B side. We only want the A side. Buying the subscription service, there was a company called Real Network, um, and they sold a subscription. You could download all their music you wanted for twelve ninety five a month. Oh, but if you bought the iPod and wanted to download a song, it was ninety nine cents. Right, one song. Apple got thirty three cents from that download, and my little mind went, huh. Apple gets 33 cents out of every download, and there are a lot of morons like my kids who are going to be <laughs> downloading <laughs> one song at a time nice. to go on to their, their thing. That's a lot of yeah. 33 cents times a lot. Millions, right. Plus, they're charging $500 for this device. Which probably costs 33 cents to make. Then I, then I, <laughs> then I find out that if you get this, this device wet, Mm -hmm. You got to replace this device. Yep. And if you replace this device, what do you have to do for your music? Buy it all over yeah. again. Get it all over all again. All over again. My God. So I said, this is a tremendous money-making machine. Sure. So I started buying that, and then Apple started developing some other products. And in 2007, they came out with a uh, device that analysts said they could not sell oh. a million of those in a year. The iPhone. The iPhone. And Steve Jobs thought, well, this is okay. It's a phone that plays music mm -hmm. and takes some pictures. Well, they sell a lot of them. Yeah. And, yeah. and Apple now has, I think it's over 2 billion 
users of their product on a worldwide basis. Yep. Yep. Pretty good charge per month for the two billion. <laughs> <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, so that's, they, they provide a product or service that people <clears throat> want and, and need. Yep. So, yes, I'm... What was we'll that? In, what was in, that uh, thing? All you kids were down, bootlegging. LimeWire. No. <laughs> Napster. Napster. I never Kazaa. used yeah. Napster. It was LimeWire. LimeWire was, was, okay. LimeWire yeah. was yeah. pretty Everybody big. Everybody was yeah. bootlegging for a while there. Yeah. Hey, you download it. it. Would have three seconds of the song, and they're just like. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the RIAA did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, now, just were, just because I have to throw throw this in as a, a caveat, during the time that I've owned Apple. It has lost value fifty percent of the value of the stock at least four times. Really? Really? Yeah. It's gone up and come down and gone up and come down and gone up and come down. Right. Were there major events that happened that caused it or is it just the natural cyclical well, nature? Part of the part of part of it, Kevin, was um, change in product. Mm -hmm. And oh, Analysts said, "Well, uh, Samsung's coming out with a better, better product. Sell Apple, and go buy Samsung." Well, oh, that's right. Samsung's product wasn't as good. Samsung came out with a bigger phone, a bigger screen before Apple did. Mm -hmm. Well, when Apple came out with their new big screen, I think it was the iPhone six. All of a sudden, Apple, which had dropped fifty percent. Zoom back up, and it went up until tech wars. Right. Oh, yeah. there was another issue. Oh, we don't like that, and it went down. Well, the, the the moves up and down I think have become a little less <clears throat> because Apple's now has more. Um, they have more services, or their services side of their businesses is growing a lot a lot faster. And when it dipped down, did you go in and buy more stock at the time, um, or did you kind of stay away from it? I'm, I'm a dummy. I bought more. <laughs> <clears throat> That's good to come on and tell everybody you're a dummy, so invest with me. Yeah, invest with me. No, I, it was just one of, one of those things. No, I, there came a point in late 2007, after Apple hit its first big high, I told clients, you know what, I'm no longer going to trade this. I'm just going to sit on this. So if it goes down, we're going to keep buying. We'll buy more, and the stuff that we buy at the low point, uh, as that goes up, we can sell that. But our um, like your initial investment initial investment yeah. is just going to sit, and over time that that has that has grown. Now, when the stock drops, there are a lot of people. Uh, Josh, you're we're a little upset with you, and then when it goes back up, you were right. Yep, you were right. And so you, is that kind of your strategy with most stocks then? Like you have your initial investment that you kind of hold on to, and then when it dips, you use that to either like sell when it comes back up or... Really depend, or? depends on the company. Okay. Uh, more than anything else. Apple is one of those companies <laughs> that I say is just you buy and, and I'm not trading that. Yep. Uh, Amazon had be, has become that, but last year I was very, very frustrated with Amazon as a stock because it kept dropping. Um, there are big concerns about the growth of one of their businesses, Amazon Web Services. Uh, that that business was not growing as fast as the other cloud-based services like Microsoft's Azure or the Google Cloud mm -hmm. or Oracle's Cloud. And I said, you know, how do you, how do you grow or continue growing at 30% when your cloud business is now an $85 billion revenue business. Oh, you can't grow right. very fast with, with that. And Amazon Web Services is still the dominant cloud over Azure, which is still growing a lot faster because it's growing off of a smaller base or Google's cloud, which is, again, off of a smaller base. Um, I think the, the biggest thing now in terms of excitement in technology is uh, regenerative artificial intelligence. And there you need 
faster chips and um, we'll say better software mm -hmm. you know, to, to run that. But artificial intelligence has been around for a long time, but that's the... It's a new trend. That that's that's mm -hmm. a trend right now which will help uh, you and you become <laughs> more productive uh, uh, over time. So that's something that you'll be dealing <coughs> more with than you, you and me. Yeah. But that's, that's one of the things that to me is very exciting about investing is looking for uh, these opportunities and, and longer term trends. I don't know. Tom could just <clears throat> upload his voice and have, I don't know how many shows worldwide mm -hmm. in many languages. He could just go crazy. Yep. Why would I do that? 100,000 podcasts. <laughs> yes, 100. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Right. All done by AI. You don't even have to show up. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's... But I'm going to come back to something you, you said. How, you know, most people don't do financial planning. No. Um, but I, I say the uh, easiest, easiest thing with, with financial planning is put some money aside sure. for the future. The easiest thing is fund your IRA, 401k, SEP IRA, do that, do that first. Mm -hmm. Make sure, just in terms of financial planning, make sure that you have adequate insurance sure. to cover uh, death, disability, or losing something right. that's, um, I'm not going to say near or dear to you, but make sure you have adequate property and casualty <clears throat> insurance. Sure. Make sure you have... Um, a, an umbrella policy in, in case, case somebody, somebody slips you. yeah somebody slips and falls in your in your yard mm -hmm. but you know those, those are those are some things that are that are that Andy are Alex are you on this hmm? I can hear Andy's wheels are turning mm -hmm. on in there right now but that, those are those are some simple <laughs> simple things to do uh, for people that for people at my age, make sure you have an up-to-date will or, will or trust. Sure. Um, make sure that uh, your kids or my kids know where your important papers are or how to access your, your accounts. So... Right. Something should, happens. So if something happens. So I, have, I make sure that my daughter is is joint on my checking accounts. Oh. So if, if mm. something happens, she's able to write checks or get money get money out. Wow, Make, you have to trust your kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't feel that you can. Catherine, just, you know, both are children you know, here. I, I, no, I, I'm just, I'm I'm just up, thinking of some of, some of my siblings have like some, child. some yep, kids that well, I don't right. think I would trust. You just, my you know, you know, my self-esteem was high when I came in here. Yeah, today. yeah, exactly. And it is on the floor between you two. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just, you know, Kevin, Kevin this is... Tevin. It's actually Tevin. You're, you're going to come, you're going to be... Uh, Moving in, I'm over. I'm in a diner. I, I can tell. You know, you're you're moving right right out right there. No, my uh, my greatest success in the stock market was during uh, the uh, government mandated shutdown, where Moderna, like I saw an ad, like Moderna was going to be making a potential vaccine. And oh, then that's invested, right. I remember talking yeah, I invested to you about like, that. Invested mm-hmm. like um, one of the stimulus checks in Moderna. And yeah, it was able to pay off like my student loans and everything like that. So nice. That's my one success smart, story. Smart, <laughs> smart guy. Do you yeah. have an IRA? Don't ask me anything else about what we're talking about today. But <laughs> I don't know what any of it means. <laughs> yep. You don't have to put much in there. Jim wants to know what percentage of income should be saved in an ideal case. Somewhere between five and ten percent, and putting that into a first into a retirement account. Uh, then making sure you've got adequate liquidity or some some money in savings mm-hmm. for for any emergency. Well, there you go. He said it was a simple question, simple answer. I like Five it. Five to ten percent. And okay. and I would make sure again in telling somebody and in putting money into the four hundred one k. Most corporate four hundred one ks offer several different yep. uh, options for <clears throat> investing: a guaranteed option, a bond option. Um, or a stock option, mm-hmm. put the money into the stock option. And make sure even when the, the market goes down, just keep putting the money in because in the 401k, you're buying shares in most likely a mutual fund. And if, if the market is sell, sold off, you're able to buy shares at a discount. So more shares, mm-hmm. and over a period of time, those will um, or should go up over over a long period right. of time. They've been trending up for 80 years or whatever, so and if, that's the trend. Yeah, and if you're a married couple, both both parties should have. Oh yes. Their oh own. yes. Yes. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Just the, just double decide, your money. Just the, just <laughs> just decide in terms of financial planning, in terms of marriages. Um, my marriage was very happy. Uh, she had her money. Mm-hmm. I had my money. We had our money, but basically we also had two checking accounts. Her checking account, my, my account, mm-hmm. um, because I earned a lot more money than she did. Mm-hmm. And she covered uh, all that housing, house, house-related bills. Sure. This is very nice. I wrote her a check. I never asked her where the money went. Mm-hmm. So it was a very long and happy marriage. Happy life. It is wife, happy <laughs> life. <laughs> because we didn't, you know, I'm not asking where are you spending the money. What yeah. are you doing? Oh, I know. I, with, I've had friends money. that are like, uh, they bought a new bra and their husband went insane. It's like, they work too. Why? Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I get. They didn't like the color? Shut up with the bra. I mean, yeah. leave me alone. Who cares? Why are you talking Maybe. about me yeah. having a bra? Before, <laughs> before my husband and I got married, we took a premarital counseling class. And one of the days was about money, and you took an evaluation of how you both just dealt with money, or if it's like. You know, oh, I would I love spend as to much watch as I can. that episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you two are so different with money. We actually scored the exact same you thing. You did not. Because yes. <laughs> Dan is super frugal, except for, for you know, certain things. And yeah. You're like, wee. <laughs> I think you think I'm more wee than I am. I was. I spent... I was more we in my, like, college years and stuff like that when it was like, oh. what am I going to spend my money on? I worked at a women's clothing store, so I spent all my money on clothes. Right. But now it's like I have children <laughs> and a house and all this stuff to think about. No, but I mean, financial was, planning isn't really your, your, you don't love talking about. No, I don't love no. talking about it. And this was more like how you just feel about money. Should you save money? Should you spend money? Should, like, would you 
do you love extravagant things? Would you rather spend money on trip or save it or whatever? And yeah, we scored the exact same score and we were the only ones in the whole class that scored the same score and the teacher or whatever looked at us and it was like you're not going to have a whole lot of problems. Because he was like, the <laughs> number one reason. Is, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the number one reason Huge. that people get divorced is because of just a core difference in how you feel that you should spend your money. Yep. What are you looking at me for? She like looks at me. You see that? <laughs> we have core. We have you do have very, core difference. Yeah. Huge core differences. <laughs> okay, no, no, let me, okay, Kevin, how old are you now? Uh, 31. You're 31. Okay, so why don't we go kind of meet in the middle because Andy's 36, so why don't we meet kind of in the middle at your age, Alex, 34. You're the median. So yeah. if the three of As them usual. were going to average 34, if they, they put that couple of thousand away that you were talking about earlier. Well, right. now it's 6,500, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Well, whatever the situation is. Yeah. Oh, over, so, by, oh, so they're going to retire in 31 years, because 34 to 31. In 31 years, doing what you talked about doing, that'd be a lot of money in there. Yes. So, don't you think they should do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much would there be uh, over a 31 period? 31 year period, has got to be a lot of money in there. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, if you took even the $6,500, <clears throat> average rate of return at 10, uh, 10%, starting at age 34, mm-hmm. so, so every seven years, We'll see if we can do the math math quickly. I can do. So you're <laughs> yeah, 40, 40, at 41, that's uh, 13,000. 48. Uh, go on. 26. You do the math. <laughs> he wants you to do the math. 26,000. Anybody's guessing okay. this point. Yes. So that's um, 41. Now, now we're at 54. 54. Okay. What did we say? <laughs> Everybody have a calculator. Andy, you, you, were Andy. Up, you were up at 20, 26, so 26 and times, times 52. 52. Okay, yeah. so that's at 48, right? 48. Mm-hmm. Okay, so add 7 to, to that. That's 55. Uh, 55. 55. 104. Okay. 104, and then you've got another then, 7 years before you retire. <clears throat> no, now, now that's, how much is that? Doubled, that would be 208. That's 208 at age 62? I think so, yeah. yes. Okay. Now, because retirement age has been moved up a little bit. In 31 years, it'll, it's probably going to be like 80, so, I mean. No, I, don't, I, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think the retirement age. Don't add more numbers. Are, You're messing with my brain. Okay, let's go to six, 69. Mm. Okay. It's a safe bet, I would say. Okay, so what's what's the what's so our double now? Where were we? I said two oh eight, didn't I? Two oh eight. Now you're sixteen. Four hundred sixteen. Just off that, sixty five hundred dollars. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And if you both do it and you stay together. Yeah. <laughs> but they're good with money. They scored the same on the test. Yeah, we scored the same. Then you've got over a million. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's not a lot and of money to to put away. No. 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 Um, and so often, but starting it starting early. And you were saying like obviously you're sometimes like whatever you can start it through like your the job that you have. If somebody's self-employed, for example, then do they contact somebody like yourself to well, set something like that up, well, or they go yes. on? Yes, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> they can they can they can call Mr. Money Talk at nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. That's nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. Do do know that. M- Markets go up and down past performance. There's no guarantee of future results. Ooh, Markets right. are always changing. Disclaimer. Tom right? Bernard is a paid sponsor. Tom Bernard is a I paid, paid sponsor. sponsor. That's, That's it. They Thank you very much, We do not Andy. confirm nor deny yeah. <laughs> so Andy, anything about the market. But, yes, you, you can. Self-employed people, um, yep. non-self-employed people, people who are retired, uh, work, work with me. We can deal with... Uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, SEPs. If you're leaving a company, I can help help you decide whether you should keep the money in their 401k or roll it over into a self-directed IRA. If you need income, we can, you know, for somebody who's retired, we can turn that money around that you've accumulated to generate some income off of that. Okay. I think it's wonderful. I know this might be out of your wheelhouse, but these um, health savings accounts... They are they are one wonderful. Okay. Some of them can be retired. It's not something that I've I've set or 
can be the money can be invested. Um, usually, they're set up through through insurance companies. Will oh. help you set up a health savings account. They're they are tax deductible. The money can be used to help pay and for any medical uh, stuff. Medical anything related to medical. And it also can roll over, right? Don't that, think so. No. No. Oh. But it's used so for. Like there's a cap. You, okay. But if you <clears throat> retire, you have your own health savings account that would help pay for medical expenses All stuff sometime that, in the future. Yeah, everybody. Does. Medicare doesn't pay for. Okay. Yeah, you should start one of those too. If you don't I'll have add, one, I'll add it to the list. Do <clears> you do any uh, like currency trading at all? No, ever? I no. do not. I do not do currency trading. I do not trade risky. commodities. Um, I have, for a few of my clients, traded options. But <clears throat> in trading options, which give you the right to buy or sell a stock at a, over a certain period of time at a certain price you have to get a lot right yeah and most people say well you're using options either to generate some additional income or making a bet on the uh, company going up or or going down and that adds some additional leverage but leverage can work uh, against you just as much for you so avoid the use of a lot of leverage, which leads to another thing, uh, borrowing money to invest in more stock or using margin. Um, if stock market goes down, you can get hurt using margin, so do not use margin. Yeah. See? Not unless you got money to throw away. Right. That, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Money to if burn. You, <laughs> Heaven's money to burn. <laughs> okay, the place the it's place the where you're going right. <laughs> the place where you're going to leverage something is buying a house. Right. Yeah. There you go. You're putting a down payment. You're borrowing borrowing the balance on that that piece of piece of real estate. Right. There you have it. We only have five minutes left in the show. Okay. So what I if, if you wouldn't mind because we've covered quite a bit here, but if you wouldn't mind. Uh, Josh told me a story a couple of weeks ago, well, about a week ago, I guess. We had lunch. Mm -hmm. And the first time you and I ever met was on an airplane, what did you say, almost 40 years ago? It was a long time ago, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And it was, it was, it was a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of fun. I happened to be in Chicago mm -hmm. um, with a guy named Bo Caprell. Yep. Bo wanted to bring Chicago-style pizza to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Right. So we went out and did, did a pizza tour in okay. Chicago. Oh, fun. And at that time, I could put away a lot of pizza. Anyway, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were at Old Midway Airport oh, waiting to take a, a flight back on Midway Airlines. Midway yeah, Airlines. Yeah, Midway Airlines. All first class. Yep. So I happened to go to the okay. restroom while I'm waiting, and I happened to see this. This guy in pink and white Zubas. Oh, boy. She looks right at me. Uh, well, goes, who oh. else could it be? <laughs> coming, no one else. Coming, oh skipping down, skipping down the... I used to pretend he was my weird bodyguard. Yeah, yeah there you and go. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, who is this Looney Tune? <laughs> I come yeah, out of, I come me out too, of the men's every room, morning. And there he yeah. is, this Looney Tune, talking to Bo Caprell. We get on the airplane for an hour. Don Bernard and Bo Caprell entertain a full 737 <laughs> flight. Were there cocktails involved? Maybe. No, <laughs> no, 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 no cocktails. No, no, no. This, this was doubtful. <laughs> this was the most fun flight. Oh. People were, I think that people applauded when the flight landed. It was, it was wow. just tremendous. We're doing stand-up comedy on an airplane. Now oh. we're talking. Hey, yeah. a whole new uh, concept in it was, airline it travel. Was great. It's nice when you have an entertaining flight. Yes. And then shortly thereafter, I think it, it might have, uh, Tom started the, the morning show. Oh, yeah, okay. but a couple of years later. Oh, that was when you were so, just doing voiceover. Oh, okay. And yep. And here's this this booming voice comes over the radio, 
at 6 o'clock in the morning. I said, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And from that yeah, moment, from the time he started, from the time he started until the time he was asked to leave, he woke me up every morning oh. for 37 years. Isn't that amazing? It's a great story. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, Tevin, Dad. Andy, when he, uh, you need uh, Josh's number, don't you, to give him a call and talk about it. Right here. I have we're a business card. I got a business card. We're going to talk moving. Oh, you got it covered and, already. Yeah, money. <laughs> Good. Because, <laughs> because, I mean, if you're looking at that rent, kind man. of money, Take it. <laughs> if you look at that kind of money with just that initial investment, uh, I mean, to have that much dough when you retire is a great thing, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Money is good. Yep. So, Andy, yeah, I'm surprised you got, when you get old. Yeah, Andy, you're very interested <laughs> in that kind of thing. I'm surprised you didn't ask more in depth uh, an in depth question. We had plenty of questions going around. I think. Well, Talked about Apple most of the time. Andy's yeah. been always very <clears throat> good with money. Well, that's the thing opinion. is I really don't spend that much money, so no. I do tend to save it right. just naturally. Yep. Yeah, so you don't have that. a whole lot of, like, expensive hobbies. Interests. Or, no, not and, really. Although I will say just wait. You do have a child, children, which is an expensive interest. Not, not yet. <laughs> He's but. already an expensive interest, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. Once he gets interests, then it's like, whoa. <clears throat> yeah. We have a, our daughters in dance. And she, we just got her like contract of things that she's allowed to do because she's on the competition seven, team. Seven, she has a contract with a dance. And she was, she's God. allowed to do a lot of things because she's good at it. And I'm like, mm, this is a lot of money. This <laughs> is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Maybe be a little worse at dance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just suck at what you yeah, love to do? Just, just flap around. That'd be great. Flap around more because yikes, fall so, down a lot. Yeah. Josh, how often can you stop in? Oh, I'd be happy to stop in once a week. I think it's a great idea. I, 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 you know, just looking at my phone, I was looking at my phone a second ago. A lot of people have a lot of questions. Andy, I'm sure you, uh, you receive some inquiries yourself. I think it's just, it's nice to hear someone who goes, here's what you should probably do. Because <clears throat> a lot of people involved, not, not really in your business, but people who think they're investment people mm-hmm. that have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Why are there so many of those people? I mean, you know what you're talking about. You're highly educated in it. You were going to say something? I was going to say, like, my crash and burn career as a day trader? No, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> the day trader. <laughs> but that would be great to have you come in because, I mean, people will know then it's time, you know, to call in and, and talk about this whole situation. Um, the Wednesdays work for you? Yeah, Wednesdays are fine. Because the family's in on Wednesdays. I, I, I would love to have the family here when you're here. That'd be great. Right? Any time, happy to do it. Bring in your checkbooks, registers, so we know what you're spending your money on. <laughs> got it all yeah, online. Go. No, I, I don't want to hear any family squabbles. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that behind closed doors. Yeah. It is terrific. That was a quick hour. I'll tell you what, that, that hour went by very, very fast. Well, there is so much to learn with the market. And yes. keeping up with how crazy the markets have been in the last few years is really challenging, in my opinion. So It's interesting. Yeah, very interesting <laughs> times to be alive. Mm-hmm. Indeed it is. Well, Josh, thank you. We'll see you next, well, not next Wednesday. We're on vacation next Wednesday, but then a week, uh, two weeks from today. Just have... Uh, have Andy Here's, give me a buzz everything. and happy to to come on over. Well, what I think I like so much about it is it's not, oh, you should do this high-risk thing. I know it's high-risk. You don't do that. No. I, which I really, really like. It's like your stuff is very, very solid. You just put a little money in, sit and just leave it in there and just keep moving forward. I think that's what everybody should be doing, right? I think so. I think so, too. Josh Arnold, ladies and gentlemen, how do people get a hold of you again? 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me, Josh Arnold, (laughs) Mr. Money Talk. There it is. Is that a good radio voice? Andy's just nodding. Andy's nodding. He doesn't play well in audio. And always put in the disclaimer. There is a disclaimer to that in dealing with any investment. Yeah, that is right. You got to do the disclaimer. There's no question. Because if anything goes wrong, it's got to be your fault. It's always Mm -hmm. my fault. (laughs) I'm supposed to give you this $100 and you're going to make me a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Good good luck with that. Um, No, it's always my fault. I learned that. 
Also, when I was married, <laughs> it's always well, as my fault. Shots at me the whole time you were on, but you know. All right, that no is going to again. That's that's a heavy. That's that's why for 42 years I was happily married, and I would would do it again. Catherine and I've been together for 42 years now. What a coincidence, huh? How do you like that? So, Tevin, this will be good because you'll be it. in every Wednesday, yeah. and you seem to have quite an interest in this, so that's yeah, good. We'll talk money. We'll talk money. Money good. All right, that's good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Thank you very much.